Hello, everyone. What's up? Welcome to Boss Rush After Dark, that show that is the alternative podcast for the Boss Rush Network. Uh, I am your host, Leroy Dawkins, and as always, my my friends, my pals, my partners in crime, maybe, are with me tonight. Absolutely. Who's criming? <laughs> Who's got crimes? Crimes! All right. <laughs> crime! <laughs> We're doing some crimes tonight. Yep. A little, a little B&E. B&E, uh-oh. Not bacon uh -oh. and eggs. Breaking and Damn entering. It. Damn it. I really did want some bacon and eggs, though. I know. I'm really hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Stop talking about food. I'm so hungry. I've been... I've been on this diet for three three weeks. I can't eat after seven o'clock. You guys saw what I ate tonight. That was like a quarter of what I normally eat for dinner. And I'm like, oh my god, I just want like, I just want pizza. I want chips. I want salsa. I want cheese. I want literally anything, anything other than a piece of meat and some vegetables. I want literally anything else. Hey Corey, what? I'm gonna sound like such such a bully from the from the gym right now. No, drink you, more water. Drink more water, bro. I I I've had five this size bottle of water. I've had five of them today. How much do you weigh, man? Too much. Not revealing that on the show until I hit my goal weight. Okay, well right now, well right now I'm overweight. I'll, I'll admit that on on camera uh, on camera and on on audio. Like I, I've already admitted I'm overweight, dude. Didn't we talk about BMI before? And it's not necessarily yeah. It's your height too, and the muscle. Oh, but no, but no, my body looks out of shape for me right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm currently sitting at 262 pounds, and it's because I'm just lazy and not doing enough cardio right now. I weigh more um, than that right now, Laron. If that makes you feel better. Okay, there. Okay then. <laughs> Damn. It doesn't make me feel better, but it will make you feel better. Uh, no, I feel bad for both of us. Because we we know we can do better, <laughs> but uh, I'm but trying yeah. to do better. I'm really trying. Like, okay, so not to like rain on your. I didn't go to the gym for two days parade here, Laron. Mm -hmm. But so it, it's not a competition. It it is a competition, Laron. My goal is to one day be smaller than you. Okay. Anyways. By the by the way, by the by the way, everybody, say say hello again to Stephanie Klimov and Corey Dirk. Oh yeah, hi. Hi. We're, we're both here. Stephanie just makes us both look like terrible humans. It's fine. Sure. That's fine. Always blaming me once again, the scapegoat. Yeah. I'm gonna unfollow you on Instagram so I don't feel bad about myself. I swear, we just we just we just we we just aired out a bunch of dirty laundry within the first five minutes of the show. We did, yeah. So, okay, so here's here's this is my daily food intake. Okay, in the morning, I have egg whites and four turkey sausage links, a banana, and a mandarin orange. That's my that's my breakfast. For lunch, I will have. A some sort of oh my gosh, <laughs> wow, just got attacked by a cat. Just bitch slapped me out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, whoa, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, for, keep going for lunch. <laughs> for lunch, I will eat some piece of fruit, whatever, usually, whatever we have the most of, because that's needs to go first uh a salad 
with vegetables and a piece of probably turkey most likely on it and Dude, this sounds like torture and for dinner i have some sort of meat which is which tonight was some spicy <laughs> shrimp which was it was good wasn't great it was good and some sort of vegetable and or another salad if we're out of vegetables and that's 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 my day until Saturday, I can have one cheat meal and a snack. Hmm. I've been doing okay. it for three weeks. I've lost as of last Saturday. I've lost almost twenty pounds, which I'm very excited for. Dude, that's okay, awesome. I'm 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 very happy to hear that. But yeah. I I'm to play devil's advocate. So Go when I hit my first like quote unquote milestone goal of twenty five pounds. I'm going to Here allow myself to have one cheat meal during the week, which I'm very excited for. <laughs> Wait, so right now you're doing one cheat meal, what, a month? A week. A week. Uh, wait. A week. So, no, okay, so let me rephrase that. I'm doing one cheat meal a, on on Saturday. I weigh myself uh-huh. Saturday morning. And oh, then, you mean, oh, you Saturday, mean during the weekday. Yeah, Saturday is kind of like a free day, right? Uh-huh. I still try to eat okay for breakfast and lunch it's usually a little bit worse than normal but and then for dinner i get i get to eat whatever i want or wherever uh-huh. my wife wants to eat dinner uh okay and some sort of snack like cookie or ice cream or whatever mm. but when i hit my first milestone go i'm gonna get one during the week and i'm so excited okay now I, now it makes sense because i was like wait what <laughs> This weekend's the weekend. By the time this goes live for people, I will know. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Are you tracking? Are you tracking your macros while you're doing this? My what? Huh. That's, That's what I was no. afraid of. That's what I was afraid of. I don't know Horton. what that means. Do you even know how many calories you're taking in right now? Yeah, I'm taking in about seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred. Okay. Okay, because it literally sounded like you're you're getting under thirteen hundred, and I was, I was I was trying to assess it. I was trying to assess it as you did it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because like you're saying some stuff that was like, man, he's got he's got yep. he's got he's got male anorexia because yeah. like I I feel like I suffer from the male version no, of anorexia. I've I make sure I get enough food. It's just mm-hmm. there's just a lot of the same things, you know, like especially for dinner it's like a lot yeah. of chicken like sometimes it's like three pieces of chicken and like a whole stock of asparagus or broccoli uh. or whatever and it's like ugh. dude i can't couldn't do what you do i at least need to have two desserts a day <laughs> you know when i'm when i'm actually not if i look about... at it, if i look at a dessert twice a day i gain weight okay Stephanie? <laughs> you know like i'm i'm one of those people that you know like um like like I just very I get very indulgent with like with like sweets and desserts and stuff, you know, and things like that. So, you know. It's 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 a challenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's been a <laughs> it's been a challenging couple weeks. I just I don't know. I don't miss doing this, but it's something I need to do and um you know, it's it's it kind of sucks. Yeah, I need to, I need to buckle down too because like, because like I I I should lose some weight. But um, but actually, 
the main thing I was concerned about is like you just weren't getting enough nutrients because like then it would have been like man like you're gonna you're gonna hit your goal and then you know like it might be back because like your body is mm-hmm. in, in a state of shock you know yeah and no that's not what I was trying to I I'm trying I'm making sure I'm not doing what I did like ten years ago twelve years ago at this point where like I would work out like I I would work out like three or four hours a day and wow. and run like five miles. And then I would like if like I was doing the same thing, but like super hardcore and like this is this is when I was single and worked a night job and, you know, I had all the time in the world. Now I don't. But like I was working out like three or four hours a day. I was running. I was doing an ab workout before I went to bed. I would if I I was doing the thing where like if I wanted a Dorito or something, I would chew it and then spit it out. That's a problem. It was. It was. But, but <laughs> I, I I mean, yeah, I okay, whatever. I, I know that. But But I will say just side note, like I kinda wish there was a way for us for us to get like a taste of a food because sometimes we just crave a taste, just saying. So. Mm-hmm. There's no t- <laughs> quiet Laron. If I if I taste the food while I'm on a diet, the diet's done. <laughs> the meal the meal plan is just screwed <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Corey, that was fucking crazy. Like, I would chew the chip and spit it out. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. And I did that for, I did that from like, so I, it, what, what happened was, is I went out with some friends on Valentine's Day that year. And uh-huh. I looked at myself and I hated what I looked like. I hated it. And so I was like, you know what? This is it. This is, this is it. And I went from, I we've talked about it on the show before, but I went from 359 pounds to 218 pounds in a year, less than a year, probably like eight months. Wow. Well, you know they say anything on the anything on the average person's body uh, in this day and age, uh, anything below 12 percent body fat is basically unhealthy. Like yeah, there are some people out there. There's they're skinny. They're they're meant to be like lean, and you know, like can live under six percent body, not under under eight percent body fat, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, but but yeah, like uh, anything under twelve percent in this day and age right now is like unhealthy. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not like doing that again. But I like, I want to be smaller and healthier, and you know, not as large. I guess. I want my old clothes to fit, Laron. Okay. That's where I'm at. Same here. Same here. (laughs) So, anyways. Yeah, we love you. We just don't don't want you to hurt yourself. That's all. I'm not. I'm doing it. Because the sad part, because the sad part is, like, the sad part is, like, you know, like, um, it's not, it's not saying our spouses don't pay attention to us, but usually our our spouses are just, like, blindsided by it they don't see it coming you know like and that's anything that you know like your your spouse is doing you know like mm-hmm. you know like something you would expect them not to do and all of a sudden it's happening to them You're like oh wait i didn't know you were doing this you know mm-hmm. yeah so you know like sometimes sometimes we will we will spot it before your your spouse does not saying that your wife doesn't care she doesn't that's fine <laughs> just kidding Speak- didn't she want to is she one of the so and sos for the show? I don't want to give. I don't want to say anything before you say anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. We should probably do that, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah, so if you go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Boss Social Network, you can get this show two weeks early along with Standard Definition, and you can get Expansion Pass and the Boss Rush Podcast one week early for just a dollar. But if you are a $5 patron, guess what that means? You are a Patreon producer, and you get shouted out on the podcast. So here are our current Patreon producers. Quentin Jackson, Rebecca Jewell, Adriel Munger, and my wife. <laughs> yeah. By have, the way, uh, I have to do it that way now. It's it's every time. I know it's starting to annoy me. I'm sure it's annoying the audience, but I have to do it. It's it's part of the program, people. You just. By the way, when we wrapped when we wrapped earlier uh, from from the uh, from the Bosphorus podcast recording, uh, Quentin actually messaged me and said uh, and said uh, thanks for the uh, uh, thanks for the. Thanks for the shout out. I never had a shot before, so it was a new experience. <laughs> well, you know, oh, that's awesome. We like our fans, and you know, we like the five dollar ones better. Just kidding. We like them all the same. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's only Wednesday, guys. I yeah feel like this week's been like twelve weeks long. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure anyways who's doing something who's talking things well i'm not doing anything but i can talk about things let's talk um, about things i don't want to be a debbie downer to start um but Aww. i was just curious if y'all could go through something similar and it could be any variation of things but this is the first time i ever really experienced what I'm going to coin as a holiday hangover. Um, not in the sense of alcohol um, mm. at all, actually, for me these days. Um, it was a very busy day on Easter. I celebrate. Um, so I know maybe there's just maybe some physical exhaustion, going from place to place, bringing my son to and fro and having multiple family functions and stuff. But it was a good day. I enjoyed every little bit of it. I got my typical sleep. Um, sure, I ate a bit much, so I wasn't expecting to feel 100% the next day. But I felt like I got hit by an 18-wheeler truck of depression. Like, I'm not sure what it was. That's why I call it, like, kind of like a hangover. I mean, I didn't have, like, the stomach upset or, like, the shakes or anything. But hangover meaning, like, I feel like I'm dragging and dreading and everything. And I've never had this experience after a holiday before. Sure, maybe a, oh, that stinks, the holiday's over, now things are back to normal. But I was actually severely depressed on Monday. Very severely depressed. Um, I got a bit better, and I just wasn't sure. Have you guys felt that either after a holiday or maybe a, a major life event or even right before starting a work week at some point in your life? I just... Um, I, I don't know. I kind of felt lost that day, and I'm a little shocked just at this random point in my life. Um, I mean, I didn't really have any holiday hangover or whatever, but like this, like the last like month or so, I've just been feeling like I've been I've been having that feeling, but like every day, not just after the holiday, but like 
I don't know. I've just been, I, I guess like to, to stay on topic a, a little bit, like sometimes after Christmas, you know, like I used to work jobs where I'd have to go back into work the next day and, and whatever. Right. And so like you, you go and you do your Christmas thing and then the next day you have to go back and operate like it was like a normal, like a normal week or whatever. And it's just kind of, that kind of sucked. Cause you're like, Oh, well today's weird because it's the day after Christmas. And like, especially when I was working at the restaurant, it's like a lot of people go out to eat the day after Christmas and you're expecting the day to be weird anyway. And just the way you interact with people and, and everything is always weird after a holiday. And it's, it's like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it is a different feeling. It's a weird feeling for sure. Yeah. And you're, you're more than welcome to discuss like any other things. Like it doesn't have to be specific to holidays. It's just that because we just had Easter and I felt really weird. That was kind of my jumping point on yeah. this topic. I feel like for me in part, it kind of has to do with my new job. I don't think that's all of it. Because not talking about holidays, but on Sundays, I never get the Sunday scaries, quote unquote, like some people say they do mm-hmm. in the past or whatever. They, I mean, not everyone works a Monday through Friday job, but they call the Sunday scaries. Um, but now I'm starting to get that. I, hmm. I really tread. I hate to say it. I hope no one that I work with is listening. Tread going to work. They're good people. I just it's a stressful job. That's all. Good people. Stressful job. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I <laughs> I felt that way for a long time with jobs that I've had in the past, the two jo- jobs I've had in the past. Uh but like yeah, that 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 Monday dread is is real. You know, even you know, e- even if you're having like not a busy weekend, but just like Sunday, like Sunday night usually like when you're like especially me when I'm like getting the kids ready for bed and reading a story to them and kind of sitting down for the night and realizing like, Oh man, I got to get up a little bit earlier tomorrow. I have to like do things tomorrow. And it's just, you know, it's, it's not that I like dread going to my job. I actually really like my job, but like it is a feeling that's like, uh, it's Monday, you know, it's, it's, it's Monday. <laughs> so yeah, I totally understand that feeling too. Although it's, it hasn't been as bad for me the last few months. Uh, yeah, like I, I will say, I'll say me for sure. Yeah, like um, I feel like I get that 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 jet lag effect, you know, coming back out, coming off of any any holiday, like shit, even daylight savings. Uh, no matter which way it goes, like I get that, I get that that whole sensation of like something's just not right about the week. I like how you call it a jet lag effect. That's yeah, that- it, it really feels like it. You know, like. You know, like we we made we we did a good job of poking fun of the people. It was like you know, like we 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 make fun of the people that say I need a vacation from my vacation, and you know, you know, you kind you don't mm. you you feel it every time. Like you have a four day weekend, and you come back, and you either and you come back on a Tuesday, <laughs> and you're like, man, what the hell did I just do? You know, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. um. So I, I get it. I get it from holidays, but like I, but like I also admit I get it from daylight savings. I also get it from I also get it from just like just really just really weird things. Like you know, like if you think if you think a three or four day weekend's bad, right? 
you know, like we 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 think God, like what would we do with ourselves if like we had we had from Friday from from Friday to Tuesday off and came back just to work Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you know, stuff like that. But but just imagine just imagine how screwed up your day, how screwed up your your week returning to returning to normal uh, feels when you've had like a say like you had you say like you had a day of the job where you clocked in at nine and they let you go by eleven thirty and the rest of it was a paid day off, you know. <laughs> Like that'll throw your whole equilibrium off, you know, coming into the next week and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, so holiday weekends do it to me. Uh, some holidays do it to me too because there are some holidays like they they kind of fuck up your week. <laughs> you know, it's interesting <laughs> it, it, you mentioned how it's impact on your actual work week. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, like for for most people, like you know, like we. Our weekend, our weekend comes and goes. Well, it feels like it takes forever to get here until, like, you know, like, well, right now it's Wednesday, and I guarantee you, by the time we open our eyes again, you know, and, and take around and look, it's Friday afternoon, you know, you know. Um, but um, but it feels like now. I don't know when did our when did it become that our weekends, you know, just got so it just went by so fast because. I know the one thing I paid attention to as an adult, like especially recently after moving into this new place, is it seems like if I don't get up at a certain time and try to maximize my Saturday and Sunday, like what will happen is like I wound up having to like use the bulk of my day that I wanted to take off, like to do important stuff, like you know stuff around the house, get groceries, things like you know stuff yep. like that, you know, and then um and so one of my one of my problems is, is like i don't seize the day and then i'm wondering where the fuck you know it goes 8 59 p.m on a sunday night and i'm like what the fuck did i just do with my whole weekend <laughs> you know i was like well i should have got up at 6 30 and not just went to the gym but actually but actually you know i did something i want to do today you know I'm not saying that people don't want to go to the gym i because shit when i reactivate my membership i will want to go there all the fucking time but <laughs> but um you have a dirty mind. <laughs> I wasn't laughing at that. It was just the way yeah, you said I'm it was. Sh- I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I'm one of those people. I guess if I guess if the, if the if the standard time, you know, if the standard, you know, length of time is off. So basically, Saturday and Sunday, you know. But once it stretches, like it just screws my week up. <laughs> yeah, I believe humans in general we're creatures of habit right yeah um and it, I, i'm glad you mentioned daylight savings because i remember when i was younger daylight savings really didn't impact me much i was like oh yay we get another hour but whatever but I, i'll admit the last like again i'm telling you once you get your 30s it's all downhill i this year i felt um the spring like be, uh, lose an hour i actually yeah. felt that i'm like what the hell mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and I went into it not expecting to feel anything, so it's not like the placebo effect or whatever psychological influence. I, I just felt like, I don't know what happened. Like, I flew halfway across the world. I'm like, it was only an hour. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, yeah. a baby. I don't know. And then that's the thing. Taking a vacation from a vacation, I think in part it's me being an adult, single mom, and just needing to be, have that momentum. But also in the fact that maybe covid as a factor i have not taken an extended vacation in a long time i get anxiety at the concept of more than three days off in a row uh-huh. <laughs> it's very sad yeah but i get anxiety thinking about it 
I, uh, yeah, I, even when I like, <laughs> so la- this past weekend I worked from home for work and it was, uh, like it almost felt like a four day weekend cause I was at home, but also I was working. So it was kind of like, ah, what, what's, what's happening here? You know, I just, it's confusing sometimes like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to be working. My kid's yelling at me and then I got to do this thing for work i gotta edit this video but also like you know working from home is not ideal here so that's all i have to say about that (laughs) (laughs) sorry for all that dead air (laughs) yeah i'm just yeah well i'm sure it's a lot different with yeah two kids and everything at home um, I, I have a very difficult time working at home when my son is with me, but not to go on a tangent as I frequently do. I don't know that that's, that really was just kind of it. I, it just kind of shocked me just a little bit of background. This might be, well, I was going to say TMI, but this is after dark, you know, I do have a medical history of like clinical depression, you know, I I'm being treated for it. I unfortunately had to go through several medication trials, some of which I've had very horrible side effects that have ultimately one way or the other had me end up in the hospital Mm -hmm. at one point. So, and and I have, I do just generalized anxiety and I have OCD. So I, you know, basket case. No, but I I, am. Okay. (laughs) Um, But the history is there. So even though, I'm I'm very thankful that by now like I'm stabilized like I'm actually just generally a happy person and I have the tools that I need to manage however the way that I felt the Monday morning after Easter was like reminded me very much of when I was actually in the throes of my clinical depression oh god and it scared me it really did scare me and I'm like especially when I could not reasonably logic out why I was feeling that way Mm. yeah it's a scary feeling um i've never been like clinically diagnosed but i mean you kind of go through those phases where like you know where it's like you know oh yeah i mean i i wouldn't say that you know but i mean like i've like i've i don't know because there's like a difference between like oh i feel depressed and then there's you know like real clinical depression and i want to be careful to walk that line i get but like i feel like every human being even if they don't have clinical depression goes through an like a like a feeling of depression and that can be just as valid it is just as valid yeah and like i i fight myself on that a lot too i was like you know i always like sometimes when i'm feeling down like i mean recently the last like month or so what i kind of started to say earlier but i backed off because i wanted to get through the topic you know it was like I've been kind of feeling, I don't, I mean, I don't know if depressed is the right word because like everything in my life is going really well, you know, but like something has been off and I feel like it's off, you know, like I feel like I'm off and I don't feel good in certain ways. And it's like, I don't know, even even like when we go to do a podcast or something and like it's supposed to be a time where like I'm 
getting excited and we're gonna i'm gonna hang out with my friends for a couple hours and talk about stuff that we love and like even today like when we like before this when we recorded the boss rush podcast i felt off like i just felt off and sometimes i deflect on that by like trying to crack dumb jokes that you know (laughs) i mean you know i mean it's just like i to get back to I, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like myself recently and it's, I don't like it, you know, and it's well, hard to I get think, back to feeling. I like think myself. what might be, and you let me know, Corey, like if, if this is part of what's frustrating you is you, what I'm hearing is that you're having a difficult time pinpointing why, because you said, you know, everything in my life is going well. I don't understand why I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I that's kind of where you want to take a step back and kind of assess because I, I I know I get very frustrated when I can't find a reason why I'm upset. Mm. Like if I if some if something bad happened to me and I'm upset by it, at least I can be like, all right, I know this will pass because it's just my body's way of reacting to said negative experience. But when you're feeling off, but you don't know what's causing it, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I I feel off to the point where like last night, like I was sleeping and I woke up and like, like drenched in sweat and like full of anxiety and like, I was anxious. I was like scared for some reason, and I wasn't like having a nightmare or anything. And I woke up and I just like went to the living room and laid on the couch for like the rest of the night, you know. And I didn't sleep well and. I I don't know what it was. I can't even point to like what I would be even anxious about at this point. Like, I mean, I guess like life stress and work stress and stuff like that, but that's like normal everyday things. And I don't, I like it's happening more and more recently, stuff like that. And I, I don't know what it is in, it's just it hasn't made me feel very good, you know. I and I don't know if that's depression. I don't think I'm depressed. It's just like there's just something else that is not making me feel like myself recently. Yeah. So. Well, keep keep an eye on it. At least you're acknowledging it, and that's that's mm-hmm. important because what part of like the diagnosing stage whether or not it is a a lot of it has to do with timelines just from my dorky here's something you can learn about uh, medicine is i believe it's six months is when people really start looking into what you're going through Uh, and also severity not just time but the severity during said time Mm -hmm. you mean you mean people and people like the actual person involved or people outside the person involved when they ask you those questionnaires like how long have you felt have you felt down blah blah blah. have you lost motivation loss is huge is a huge sign loss Um, loss of motivation to do something or not experiencing joy when doing something that would typically bring you joy um and again unless you're feeling severe symptoms like heaven forbid you know suicidal thoughts or something but if we're just talking about like generalized depressive symptoms usually like well how long has it been and usually once it's like six months or longer 
doctors will look at this from this doesn't seem like it's coming from an incident. It seems like there's something larger going on. They, whatever reason, this, by the way, is not meant to be medical advice. I want to put this huge disclaimer. This is not medical advice. Please do. <laughs> do not take anything that I say as actual clinical fact. If side note, if you do feel not yourself, um, I do always recommend seeking the help of a medical professional. Just throwing that out there. I realize mm-hmm. I was starting to talk about stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like the I, – I, like I really, don't, I really don't know what the problem is. And, and like everything I look at, it's like it's, it, there's nothing big enough, no problems big enough to point at and be like, oh, well, this is, this is it, you know? Like, I stress out about our podcast and stuff sometimes, and I stress out about work sometimes, and I stress out about home kid stuff and whatever. But, like, to me, those are just, like, normal things, you know? I I, I just just don't know. Well, you know, I think sometimes people can overlook that it's maybe accumulation of all things or also, you know, the human body again, not to get all nerdy. Um, when we stress, we release those like the, what's it, the cortical, like the steroids in our internal steroids in our bodies, um, corticosteroids, and they're not good on, on the long term. That is an acute physical response to deal with your stress. Once stress becomes chronic, you know, your body doesn't really run well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, not imposing any sort of medical advice, but I'm just saying, like, even if your life seems to be running smoothly and your stresses that you have now are just your typical stress of being a parent, being a full-time working adult, maybe it's because they're all happening at the same time, and then maybe your body's just getting a little bit tired from all of it. Because altogether, it might be a lot. Maybe separately, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean... I do, I do do a lot, so maybe maybe that's it. I don't know, but nobody um, te- nobody tells me to stop, Laron. <laughs> well, hopefully we can kind of. We we yeah. Corey, Corey <laughs> don't don't take him seriously because I'm telling him at least twice a week slow the fuck down or or chill. Yeah, like oh wow. Yeah. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. I was just looking at the just real quick DSM five diagnostic criteria because again I'm a nerd. They talk about you must meet these following criteria of individuals experiencing five or more symptoms during the same two week period. I don't know. Ooh, I'll take I'll take this test. I was gonna say two weeks. Two weeks. I thought I don't know why I, I maybe in the past something to I read somewhere six months, but I'm I'm just saying like because. Mm-hmm. I'm nerdy and looking at it, it says. Is it, is, it, is it like a series of questions? Uh, or statements. So this is coming from the DSM-5. So it's like an actual like legitimate source diagnostic okay. criteria. I'll, I'll take this test right now. Okay. And again, for people who are listening, please do not take this as a series. Like, go see a doctor. Please. All right. But for us and for this topical purpose, the first one. Okay. I'm ready. No, sorry, I'm just reading the rules. Uh-huh. Depressed mood most of the day, nearly every day. Maybe just mm. count it off in your finger if that's a yes or no. 
Number two, markedly diminished interest or pleasure in all or almost all activities most of the day, nearly every day. Repeat that one more time. Markedly diminished interest or pleasure in all or almost all activities most of the day, nearly every day. Okay. Significant weight loss when not dieting or weight gain. Decrease or increase in appetite nearly every day. Okay. A slowing down of thought and a reduction of physical movement observable by others, not merely subjective feelings of restlessness or being slowed down. Okay. Fatigue or loss of energy nearly every day. Okay. Feelings of worthlessness or excessive or inappropriate guilt nearly every day. Uh, okay. Diminished ability to think concentrate or indecisiveness nearly every day <laughs> that's like <laughs> every day for 30 years <laughs> okay next <laughs> and last but not least recurrent thoughts of death or suicidal ideation without a specific plan or a suicide attempt or a specific plan for committing suicide so that's eight and to meet criteria according to dsm-5 is this these Things would have to have been in the same two-week period, five at least five of those symptoms, and one of which should either have been a depressed mood or lost interest or pleasure. <laughs> yep, that was definitely one. That was definitely one. <laughs> okay. Did you have a total um, of five or more? I had three. Okay. I had three. Because <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, I can't remember. I, I should have been cutting giant quick notes down, but... But the one, the one that Corey was like, basically everybody should, should think. Oh, should, the could... diminished ability to think or concentrate. Uh, yes. You know what's ironic is when I was going through my my clinical depression, that actually was not one of them. Like oh, I was definitely depressed mood every day, no interest, weight loss. I felt like I was feeling very sluggish. I was constantly tired. I definitely felt worth worthless and guilty all the time. Oh. Like, that's when it was like so bad. But if I look at these questions now, my answer is actually no to most of them. So it's very interesting to see how the answer has changed after treatment or yeah. seeking therapy. Um, so that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's all interesting stuff. Um, I, I, I do like how this topic kind of took an interesting turn because we're talking about all forms of depression. Situational, like after holiday, even though I don't know the reason why, but I still call it situational, right? Versus either developing or having an, an, um, an underlying um, clinical depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, it's going somewhere with that. Good topic. Good topic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for real. We can move on, you know. But uh again, I'm sorry if I I'm a broken record, but I do want to say like any everyone out there, you're not alone. Try not to self-diagnose. I take it from my own personal his, like being burned on that. If any of this just seems to hit you a certain way, really I am serious. Seek seek medical help from a medical professional. Yeah. Definitely. 
Oh, that this is the one last thing before we change topics. Um, mm-hmm. And we can continue this another day because I know time is ticking. But I'm a big advocate for, for mental health, especially depression, um, being what I've been through. I don't know if any of y'all have parents or family members or even friends, I guess, especially the older generation that do not believe depression is a real thing. Okay. Um, mm-hmm, Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. I, I have family members that are like, there's no such thing as depression. You're fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never seen how I've never seen how my parents like you know like approach like the idea of depression. I mean, I've never heard my mom say anything negative about people who you know like when we see commercials and it's like, are you having these 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 thoughts or these symptoms and stuff like that? And then you come to find out it's about depression. I've never heard my mom say anything derogatory about that. So like that. So I don't know what my I don't know how my parents would be about the idea of depression. But the other pro- the other the other thing um, I also know too is like I'm not really sure I got a chance to like go through that because I'm one of those people who like I don't know when I learned how to do it but I learned how to guard my emotions you know like of course it's hard to like you know like you know like ex- it's hard to hide from expressing that you're happy about something you know things like that you know it's hard but like some of the other stuff like you can you can definitely like like bottle those up and nobody would even know like your mood had changed at all stuff like that so um. So I, so I, it was just never, depression was never like a thing that happened to me when I was growing up in my parents' house and stuff like that. So, you know, like, um, I don't, I don't know how my family would, would react to like, to like, um, mom, I think I'm depressed and I need to go see a, 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 a psychiatrist, you know, a doctor, you know, I don't know. Okay. That was all, that was my last comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why don't we turn things around? Uh okay all right cool um watch this hold on <laughs> for our audio listeners Corey is literally <laughs> turning around spinning in his chair I turned around <laughs> sorry okay um I have a topic don't laugh guys it's fine ha 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 on spill the beans. <laughs> Um, okay, so earlier uh, earlier this evening in, during the Bossers podcast, we were talking about some things that 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 men can do and women can't do, and we were and you know like I was like, hold on, before we start doing this thing, you know, let's let's save this for after dark. So here it is. When it comes when it comes to sexes, why is there this double standard? And also within this double standard, you know, there's a double standard on sex as well as a double standard on sexiness. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we should, I feel like we should always defer defer to the to the actual woman in the room <laughs> because we outnumber you. That's why you know, like <laughs> you'll probably hear like Corey. I'd say what if we start talking first? She'd probably hear like seven bad takes <laughs> before she has a chance to speak. I will not oh, no. comment first on this topic. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's when Corey stands all night. By the way, it's 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 currently the time of this recording, eleven twenty p.m. on a Wednesday night, <laughs> and this is not our first show with Corey this evening. <laughs> and this has been his stance the entire night. No comment. Uh, no, <laughs> I. I mean, there there is, there's stuff I have to say, but I I I want to wait. For a second. So see what I mean? See what I mean? Wow. All but, right. Uh, well, can, can I just pick 
then can I just pick one like maybe personally irritates me not the like as one of the the top ones mm-hmm. believe it or not it has nothing to do with sex um, though there are some other ones but, okay. but my top 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 one is when women get upset now actually I do think that I've seen lots of women be overly hysterical for no reason but just generally speaking if a woman gets even mildly upset let's put it that way like if they are reasonably Corey I see you rolling them eyes what is this I'm not rolling them at you I'm (laughs) just waiting for my turn wow you're already getting yourself in trouble just with that attitude Corey (laughs) Um, um, when a woman just gets upset about something or maybe speaks <laughs> up, she is <laughs> went off camera. <laughs> wow, I feel disrespected. Um, the women, I mean, they men won't say this as much anymore than the older generation, but it's still implied like, oh, the woman's on her period or the woman's just being emotional or the woman is a bitch. And if a guy is upset, it's completely a rational reason to be upset. And I hate that. That gets me the most upset. That well gets me the most upset. It's just like I can get upset. I'm using upset a lot. I'm getting <laughs> agitated <laughs> for legitimate reasons, not just because I'm feeling bitchy. <laughs> when do you? I don't know. I don't like it because I, I feel like I, women are taken very seriously when we get. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think that's been the problem for ever though. Is like I mean in this male dominated world right like they just they just assume that and it's not fair you know it's it's not fair you know it's the same or it's not the same but it's similar to like what we talked about at the end of last week's show which will probably be a topic at some point in terms of like the way we were raised and the way we look at people and like yeah i'm trying to be i'm trying to be Mm -hmm. the best person i can be about you know uh if I'm out at night and I see someone shady, like, does that mean I'm a terrible person or a racist or <laughs> yeah. something, you know, like I, it's just like this, it's this pre existing thought that somehow we were taught as males to think about women and we have to start thinking about it differently and that, you know, everybody's allowed to be upset about something. Okay. It's everybody's allowed to yeah. take things the way they want to or need to. And they can express themselves the way they want to. And that's okay. You know, it's not, you know. And, and of course, like in my late teens and early 20s, I'm sure I made a lot of bitchy period jokes i'm sure i did you know just like i'm sure growing up in an all-white town where black people were scary i'm sure i made a bad black joke one or once or twice you know like i i'm sorry that i did that you know i've grown from when i was a stupid teenager to now right but like you know i'm not proud of those today you know Mm -hmm. but it's I think that the general public still views women that way and it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like I don't also want to be that type of woman that also 
insist that we are perfect because some women get like so overly defensive no like there are times when i'm i know i'm getting my period because i'm extra fussy so like i know i'm very self-aware that hormones actually do have influence and that's just pure biology sorry it's science but still we can be upset for legitimate reasons too and i used to date someone who every time he talked about his ex or even his daughter's because he was a bit older, he had, like, preteen daughters. Uh-oh. They're like, oh, you know, women are always so bitchy. Women always complain because they're crazy. And I'm like, this is such a turnoff right now. Like, it feels like every single time he deals with something negative coming out of a woman's mouth, it's because they're just being bitchy mm-hmm. or crazy. That's another thing, crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I called him a sexist to his face, and he didn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But sorry, that was like my first ramp. But we can get to like other types. Like I, the what brought this topic about was nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. that's where I thought this topic was going initially. <laughs> so. so well, I had to get that out that's... of the way because that is also a double standard, Mister. By the way, can I remind everyone that Corey referred to me as a double standard when introducing me at the last episode? That of that was a joke. <laughs> Gosh, I also made a really bad sexist joke about being young. Okay, can we just let it go? Ageist, you mean? Whatever, same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Sexy ageist. So apparently I learned that we cannot show people male nipples on Mm -hmm. Twitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I like I never I never knew the exact guide I never knew the exact like rule or guideline on it, but I had a funny I had a feeling it, it was like it was men cannot show their nipples. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. I guess if you now that I think about it, maybe that's a more of an equality thing, right? Because no nipples can be seen. But I guess th- speaking of that um, upraising, Corey, like I was, you know, we're actually currently we're still to this day like women's chests must always and forever be covered where men can mow their lawn with their shirts off, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to I have to say like you know like um like I really don't I really don't like that that is a thing in all honesty you know like um I feel like I feel like you know if it wasn't for the fact that you know like men are Neanderthals in the first damn place you know like this shit could have been happening you know longest time ago. Um, you know, because I, I just don't, I just don't get it. You know, like yeah, there's, there's, there's a time and place for there's, there's always a time and place for clothes and stuff like that. But you know, like certain, certain locations in certain areas. You know, like I don't see why, I don't see why there can't be a, a completely topless rule. You know, and it's not me trying to be like a perv and trying to go to a nudist colony and like that because that's a little too free for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's all cultural, right? Because when I went to yeah. Europe for the first time and I went to a spa in a hotel that was. Both genders or all genders, and they they there's new they people just walk around naked like yeah completely but they don't they don't really sexualize it like kind of mm-hmm. how we sexualize body parts mm-hmm. yeah as obsessively yeah so uh, so so yeah so st- it, it the the whole thing confirmed my my thinking about about Twitch's views for uh, as far as like perceived nudity <laughs> um, but um but yeah like. It's just been one of those things. Like I never quite understood it when I was a kid. Like, okay, why, why, why are we at the swimming pool with no shirts on, but they aren't, you know, stuff like that. Like I was, I was one of those kids, you know, because like, because like I didn't realize there's a difference between sexes, you know, 
<laughs> well, yeah, especially when you're younger, question. the girls aren't developed, so they're literally the same. They look like, they look like boys with longer hair for the most part. Pretty much. Yeah, I always thought it was – I. it's weird when I see – I mean, it's not weird, weird, but it does strike me once in a while. I'm like, why are like little girls – like little girls wear two-piece bathing suits? Why? <laughs> No, like why? I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm. I'm not laughing at the question either. No, no, I'm no, laughing. I'm questioning you. That was like me. Like why to the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was laughing because the outright reaction. And we all and we all know this is because we live in a society full of bad people. Yeah, and and that's not me being like all um, what do you call it, like super conservative. It, but it just doesn't make logical sense to me. Yeah. Because a two piece was originally what you know, bikini and showing the the feminine figure, like but before puberty, boys and girls kind of are the same minus one body part, you know. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're gonna say something. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, I was gonna say, you know. It, it, Actually, you know, like the fact that, you know, like boys and girls like look so much, you know, boys and girls look so interchangeable. Like last night, last night, uh, Chris's uh, three year old was on the uh, was on this was on this. Uh, he, he just did like a quick like hi and bye, like like peek on the camera uh, while we we're going to record uh, Crossroads. And uh, and Stoy didn't know that uh, that 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 Corey actually had a son. Uh, so, yeah. So like so like uh, so like Bodie jumps up there to the camera and um, and he's like, uh. And stories like stories like uh hey how about how old is she because like he had long it he, he had long hair yeah. you know it was she was brought me to ask him the question like hey where are you gonna cut his hair or something stuff like that you know but come to find out like he's acted a fool for like years when they tried to get his hair cut but so like they just left him alone with it uh but yeah um but yeah like it's it's funny how like because how boys and girls look so interchangeable you know up to a certain age you know. Because like you, you, you can easily look at the child and be like, "Oh, is that a little girl or a boy?" You know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, and well, going back to the nipple. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, actually, this reminded me of a comedian, and it was a man, and he made a very valid point. It's almost kind of like the reverse, but the same point. So you know, in like, I, wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't be porn, but in like magazines or something like really raunchy, like. Mm-hmm. This the the top would be like just barely covering the nipple. Like the the skimpiest of skimpiest tops is one that literally just covers the nipple for a mm. woman. And so the guy's like, you know, men couldn't get away with doing that. That's like me walking around with my dong out, but only covering the pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why that was. Funny. <laughs> it's kind of. That was hilarious. That's the problem. I mean, he's not wrong, I guess. <laughs> That's the funniest part is that it's true. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, I could not get away with just taking a picture with my, my hand over the peel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man, that was too good. That was... <laughs> oh, man, I think we can end the show now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> the Ron's having a good time tonight. <laughs> oh.
Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> doesn't leave much to the imagination. <laughs> it really doesn't. Okay, okay, okay. All right, focus. All right. So, um, I, I, that is a weird ass double standard. And to be, to be, if we're being completely one hundred percent transparent right now, that's that is a weird ass double standard, you know. But like I said, like you know, I think it's because like you know, like males don't know how to act in certain situations and stuff like that. Because you know, like yeah, like you know, like some people just some people just see the opposite sexes, you know, anatomy, and they just they, they go nuts. You know, it's not even like they're getting rapey or whatnot. They just they just just go bonkers, and it's, it's weird. And so, like, I've, I've always questioned it, you know, like, and I know I wasn't one of those kids that was just trying to see women's tatas, you know, like, whenever I was out at beaches or, 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 or public parks and stuff like that, you know, like, like shoot, I think, I think maybe, like, when I was a kid, I only blinked once when I saw some, someone breastfeeding out in public, you know, yeah, and then, and then I wound up, as I grew up later, like, I wound up being the one that felt embarrassed, you know, because because I just saw that, you know, and it's not because I'm prude or nothing, but it's more like it's more like, you know what, you, you know, like it's part it's because our society ma- makes it seem one way that when I observe it, like I feel guilty because like, you know, I feel some type of shame because like, you know, I just happen to see that and I, I really shouldn't have, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> um... Yeah, I um breastfed in public kinda and I did learn that like there really shouldn't be no shame in doing in public but again maybe it's the way I I don't know ingrained my brain already I still felt uncomfortable whipping it out you know (laughs) I still tried to semi cover it at least until he was connected to me (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. whatever so and it was just me guilting myself no one gave me any uh, if they did i didn't notice <laughs> so hmm. wow what are so, well, I, i've been talking a lot with you know but <laughs> what about how it's double standards from you, you guys's perspective if you want to talk about i mean, have double standards kind of it's kind of it's kind of wacky uh, it's kind of wacky and funny how come how come women can wear these and not have a problem? But the moment, but the moment I wear a skirt, you know, like I'm, uh, you know, I wear a kilt. I'm, I'm, I'm basically wearing a skirt. But are you wearing a kilt or are you wearing a skirt? I don't know. It, it depends on it depends on who's looking at it. Oh, okay. Well, if you mean it like no, that, no, 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 I, no. Like I mean, like a, tradi- a traditional, like you know, uh, kilt. You know, like. But then again, like I, I, after you remember, uh, maybe, maybe you may or may have missed it. About a month ago, Oscar Isaac was running around wearing like a kilt, and like it wasn't the most flattering thing for his body. But but the fact that he was wearing a, a modern version of the kilt, it basically looked like he was wearing like an Amish skirt, and people were actually saying stuff like that <laughs> about him. Well, yeah, especially if it is a legit kilt over a skirt. But we can tackle skirts yeah. in a second. It just goes to show how like culturally ignorant people people are. I mean that. I, even I am aware that kilts are part of just traditional menswear that's normal in what's like Irish, Scottish, or Scottish. around there. Scottish. Scottish. So like, sure, if I see one, it might jar me for like a microsecond, but then I'm like, oh, it's a kilt, cool. Like, 
So, I, yeah, first of all, I'd have a problem with people who have problems with men in kilts because that's a real thing. Um, as far as skirt, dress skirts or whatever, I don't know. I'm starting to see some stuff on Pinterest where, like, who's that singer from, like, One Direction that's everybody's in love with that's no longer part of One Direction? Harry Styles. Harry Styles is like, and who else? Um, it's a Smith kid. Oh, Smith's son. Uh, yeah, uh, Jaden. Uh, yeah, like he also modeled off a, like a longer skirt. Sure, uh, it's unusual to me because I've never seen men in skirts or dresses all my life. But you know what? Doesn't offend me. <laughs> like it's, you know. Um, but I can see that the majority of people could kind of be like, yeah, men can't wear it even if it is a kilt. You know, you know honestly, like, you no, know, honestly, it throws me. It throws me too, you know. And um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's just because, like, you know, like, I just feel like some things just don't, are, are not supposed to mix. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so it throws me too. <laughs> and no offense to you guys, but, like, and this is me coming from, like, looking at all genders here. You know, women, when I see women's legs it's more attractive to me than when i see a man's bare legs but you know i I always wear pants when we go when i go out it doesn't matter sorry i'm sorry the main reason why i want to wear a kilt is because i have very athletic calves okay (laughs) laron that would be okay you know why because the guy that i'm dating and i tell him this all the time like your calves are so fucking sexy he goes excuse me I'm like, well, you do. You have very muscular calves. He's like, okay, weirdo. <laughs> Can't compliment any other part of my body except for my athletic calves. <laughs> wow. oh, I would love to see him in a kilt. I don't think he'd ever do it, though. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, like, it, yeah, like it's been a, it's been like a long. Not, it's not so much a, a gag itself, but you know, like it's been a long running thing in my head. That one of these days for St. Patrick's Day, I'm gonna go ahead and just like like bust out like the like the like the green and black plaid you know kilt. Please do it. If not, I'll lend you my 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 school skirt. It's probably long enough to be a kilt. Whoa! It'll be, it'll be an actual skirt around <laughs> me. It's the problem. <laughs> it's like a tourniquet for Laurent's giant thigh muscle. No, it won't even get around his muscular calves. <laughs> Jeez. Speaking of tight clothing, can I piggyback off that, Laurent? Because it made yeah. me think of one of my mom's rants the other day. And my mom rants a lot. And most of the time, it's uncomfortable. But this one was really <laughs> funny. Because my mom, I think she's a feminist, but she doesn't realize she's a feminist. Um, because I was talking about women in tight clothing. And how women, um, well, I mean, some men's fashion now, like the skinny leg jean is now kind of big. But for the most part, women wear tight clothing, very body conforming type outfits. Um, My mom was talking about like how women wear corsets. Now, she was more venting about seeing fat people at the gym because she doesn't, it bothers her. She's like, I don't like these people, these women that wear such wear such tight tights and their fat spills all over it. Like, my mom's kind of, it's mean, but it's really funny. Uh-huh. Just women should be, why do um, companies make these clothes that are so tight on women? If they should do that, they should do that to the men. How come men get to wear baggy clothes at the gym? I want them to wear those stupid tight tights so their potatoes are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> she was going into wow. detail about 
bulges and stuff, like how men don't need to wear tight clothes to show off their bulge, but women need to show off their cleavage. Oh. <laughs> I I don't even know where I don't even know where to how to attack. I know this I don't one. even know where to go from there. <laughs> it's kind of like. Hmm. Wow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, she has a point, though. I mean, yeah, she does. You know. Yes, I I personally do not want to see a man in such tight tights where I could see everything. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like clothing options for men and women are just very different. And I feel like clothing women for men are also limited. Like, like ladies, you have so many variations of certain, of certain items that, you know, like, true. Okay. But why does a lot of it have to be slutty? Sorry. A lot of it <laughs> to get the I... horny men to go to the gym. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But there's some, they're also just side note they're they're marketing this towards tweens like I went to Air yeah they are at an Air Apostle which is like meant to be for like teens and it's like a cry I I'll pull it out because I I got it just for pole like not even like I got it as an adult for pole class but this is geared towards teenagers it's literally just this it's like it goes Jesus Christ <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it sorry I'm motioning just across so my it's flat just chest a really skinny halter top it. it Yes. Like, I don't think it could be any less. <laughs> you could have just bought one of Laurent's sleeves. <laughs> I could. Like, I said, like, if you're an adult lady, I mean, first of all, I still don't like the sexualization of women's clothes. But if you're an adult lady, it's marketed towards an adult lady. Like I said, I use it for pole dance class. That should say something. I don't think you should be selling it in a store where, like, 13-year-olds go to shop because that bothers me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And they wonder why there's human trafficking and why it's mm-hmm. on the rise again. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Oh, man. I hope my daughter wears these baggy dinosaur pajamas as long as she can. Yeah. <laughs> well, Corey, uh, do, you, do you have a double standard? That... <laughs> yeah. You, give us one to bring us home. Uh, I mean... I don't know if this would be considered a double standard or not, but it's something that really annoys me, and I feel like this is the only safe space to talk about this. Uh, Like, seriously. Because, like, you can't say anything on Twitter or anything because the internet will murder you. For Won't this episode be tweeted out into the Twitterverse? It will, but (laughs) whatever. Uh, Then they can yell at me when this episode posts. Uh, But, like, it really bothers me when like women on the internet post super sexualized pictures of themselves or like their quote unquote titty streamers and then they like somebody comments about their looks and they say don't objectify me or something shit shit men do that i know that I but do that. it's i won't <laughs> No, I um I get what you're saying. It's like, well, don't slut shame me. And while there's definitely like there's times where there's inappropriate slut shaming, and I do not condone well, it. Don't so get me wrong. It, this this it reminds me of a picture I actually saw today that somebody that I follow commented on this picture, and it was it was this girl who was in lingerie 
with a gaming headset on. It said, and the comment on this post was, how would you like it if I sat on your face? That was the comment on this picture, or th- that was the tweet with this picture attached to it. And someone commented on it, yes, please. And then her comment back was, don't objectify me. And I see that kind of stuff more often than not. Like, not not that obvious, but like, you know, it's like, if you don't want somebody to do that, why are you posting that, you know? No, I'm 100% agreeing with you. I I do not like that. I think they want to, I think people like that. It's not all women, but women like that like to s- use the the argument of feminism and don't slut shame as an easy out mm-hmm. because there's still a standard that you set. Why would you be in, am I frozen? Because I, I see my image of me with just my eyes closed. And... You are frozen. You are frozen. No, what an ugly shot to be frozen. <laughs> Screenshot it quick. Meme no. time. <laughs> it, you know, if you're going to choose clothes that are sec- sexually evocative and you chose this no one forced you to wear this on um a topic or a thing that you're doing that has nothing to do with promoting sexuality like i'm i'm sorry but like it's kind of a weak argument it's no excuse for men or women to be predat sexually predatory but i don't know like i could game in normal fitting clothes or play a game in lingerie and it would be stupid of me to not notice a difference on what feedback I am getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that would frustrate me, Corey. Yeah. But... It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm like going to yell at these people. They can do whatever they want, but it's just like, it's something that bothers me. That's like, I just don't understand. Like you have to know or like maybe you're just trying to attention grab but like it it just feels like it's very unnecessary to a you're dressing like this you know what most gamers are right for better or for worse right like you're going to stream in this like ripped up like almost like wife beater or tight tank top that goes all the way down you know, and these booty shorts or, you know, maybe you are, you know, saying some things or posting pictures or like I it's it, you have to know like that's what's coming. Or, you know, maybe you like that attention and then you are I don't know. It just it just bothers me. It, but like you can't say something to them directly because then they'll like say you're like you're being sexist or you're objectifying me or something. And it's like, yeah, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know? And I don't know if that's perfect. And it's like, I don't know if you're like trying to make yourself feel better about yourself to see how many people you can get to comment on your photo because you feel low about yourself or something. But like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know where else to go from there. It's just like, that's absolutely. Cause I don't, care i can guarantee you the majority if not all women if if they were not on a camera mm-hmm. what woman would dress like that out of comfort right <laughs> nothing sexy is comfortable ever 
yeah. ever. Just so like that's already kind of like, well, you chose to wear this for a reason because you wouldn't be wearing that if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree that is very unfair. It's very hypocritical and very, in a sense, kind of double standardy because they're doing that double standard to themselves. Mm-hmm. In a sense. And then they'll like they'll just keep saying stuff like they'll post more pictures or they'll post or you know they'll whatever and they'll have like a, a the tweet that's going with the picture is something that's very intentionally mm-hmm. sexual or you know like come come smack my ass in Fortnite or whatever you know like it's something like that and it's like well. <laughs> You're inviting the, this these comments, and you're going to get mad because people are commenting like that. No, you don't get to do that. Like that's, yeah. And I'm sorry if that sounds bad, but like it's just, I just don't understand. You get a, you get an endorsement from a woman that it's that's not bad. That is very legitimate. So yeah, same same all seriousness. Um. <laughs> I've never, I've never quite understood it, and basically, like the same reasons you guys pointed out, the same reasons I had in my head of thinking about, you know, like it's, it's usually like seeking attention, and then you know, and it's like the, it's like the, it's like the revolving door of seeking attention too, because like you seek the attention to get the, get the likes, the comments, and stuff like that, and then the moment uh, uh, the attention that you don't want comes that way, you get to turn it around, and you know, like have it play a different way, you know, on the network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only on their terms. Because I mean, I mean, I clutch my pearls and I move on. <laughs> whenever, whenever something doesn't go my way, but you know, like I know some people, they they clutch their per- their their pearls and they like sling them back at the other person. Yeah. So that was my rant for the evening. I figured this, I figured this uh, would go just a little bit funnier, but you know. <laughs> We we made it. Happen. I thought I gave you guys some good belly laughs. How dare you? Oh, yeah. No, you did. You did. But I was <laughs> I, I I was thinking that this whole category would, be, would have been like just one one big laugh track, you know. But uh, but it was fun because I mean, like, sorry I ruined to your topic, Laurent. You didn't ruin you didn't ruin the topic. No, like I mean, we're we if it gets real, it gets real. You know, that's what I like about it. That's why this show's the best. Out of the alternative shows. Well, I get very ranty when it comes to stuff like that. And sometimes, well, most of the time, I consider rant hilarious. Uh Yeah. But, uh, but no, no, like good, good, good talks tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Good times. Yep. Well, we can go ahead and wrap this up. And I'll just go ahead and say this now. This has been Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast of the flagship show for Boss Rush Network. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in, listening to us, uh, also being a patron of our show. Those of you who know who you are, uh, Stephanie Corey, thanks for staying up with me tonight and doing this again. It's a good night. Thank you. <laughs> it definitely is a good night. It definitely is. Uh, before we head out, here's how you can get connected with the members of the show tonight. Uh, you know what? Just keep people on their toes. Corey, you go first. Uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast, Nintendo Power Block, uh, and Standard Definition. Okay. All right. Steph. 
You can find my non-sexualized photos on Twitter and Instagram at Klimov underscore author. Um, articles on bossrush.net, um, Wednesday nights on the Boss Rush uh, podcast, and the Disney episodes of Standard Def. All right. And as always, you can catch me on social media at XS803, as well as my uh, uh, Twitch, YouTube, and just my gamer tag for PSN. Don't forget, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash XS803 for the PlayStation podcast. Uh, and of course, the standard definition of for both Marvel and Mass Effect, the MCU and the Mass Effect uh, franchise, uh, with the Korean story, respectively. All right, so guys, it's time to say good night. Night, night, sleep tight. Good night. All right. All right. See you as, next time. And come back and join us for another installment of Boss Rush After Dark. Bye. Take care. Bye. Ow.